welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about some life-enhancing minerals. Now I know a lot of people think, oh, minerals sounds like it's boring or something, right? People get all excited about vitamins, but they really forget about minerals, and minerals are crucial. You cannot stay alive without the right amount of minerals. There have been, you know, the multiple, multiple studies using rats, mice, um, primates, where they, you know, make a mineral deficient in that uh, poor animal's diet. And you find out uh, the behavioral changes, the physical changes, they lose hair, antisocial, depression, anxiety. So if you have any health problems at all, you better get involved with minerals. It's crucial. Minerals are not found in foods like they used to be. There's all kinds of problems with the way we grow food. If you're paying attention to some of the pesticides, herbicides, and fertilizers that are being used on our food right now, a lot of it not only affects the plant, but it affects the soil organisms little organisms in the soil that help remove some of the minerals out of the soil and get it into that plant. So you can have a cucumber that's filled with minerals and vitamins and um, such like that. So it's really important that you get minerals in your life. People take vitamin supplements, herbal supplements, and they oftentimes forget about or sort of downplay the role of minerals. Minerals play a role in almost every single physiological process in your body. And most of us are deficient in a few of them, especially magnesium, but we're gonna get into that. But brief introduction, there's really kind of two basic categories for minerals, trace minerals and major minerals. Trace minerals, it means that you need less than 100 milligrams of these per day for optimum health. And a major mineral, you need more than 100 milligrams a day to, you know, for them to maximally process all the things that they do. Now, when you think about minerals, think about stones, rocks. You know, a rock is basically something where you have two or more minerals stuck together. So if you just take a rock off the ground, you're gonna have a lot of different minerals in there, most likely all jammed in there. The most common mineral on earth is quartz. There are 3000 different minerals on earth, give or take. I'm sure somebody can argue that with five or six, but there's about 3000. But in our body, there's 13, to 14 minerals that are absolutely crucial. We're gonna go over each one of them real quickly, talk about their effects on health, talk about the foods you can find them in. And I always suggest supplements when it comes to minerals. They're super cheap, very absorbable. And uh, you know, a, a multi-mineral supplement is what I usually uh, promote. But if you look at it, you know, our bones, when you think about bones, you think of calcium, of course, right? We want strong bones. As we get older, especially older women, they become osteopenic then osteoporotic, and then there's all these bone fractures and all that. And a big part of that is the amount of minerals you're ingesting. A bone, human bone, has 13 minerals in it. Some of those are trace, some of those are major minerals, but it isn't just calcium. If you took calcium carbonate, which is a common supplement people use to thicken bone, um, I don't suggest that one, but that's one of the common ones you'll see. It's really, really inexpensive. Um, that's basically chalk. And if you ever take chalk in your fingers, you could snap it easy, right? So you can't imagine that that would make strong bone. You need calcium and 13 other minerals, as well as a matrix. Bone makes blood. Bone is, you know, crucial to our body. It doesn't just stand us up like I-beams. It's really, really important to uh, produce the blood in our body as well. So minerals have to do with growth, nerve impulses, hormones, our heartbeat regulation, it's people with heart palpitations are often mineral deficient. So it's pretty crucial that we take these things seriously and take a look at each of these minerals. But real briefly, let's go over them. So let's look at the 14 big hitters. You know, we're going to we're going to have an, 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 an these aren't necessarily in order. 
they kind of are. Um, let's start with calcium, right? Common mineral, everyone seems to know that. That's bone, of course, like we just said, teeth, you know, heat regulation and muscle contraction, right? So people dealing with uh, heat stroke, these kind of things, you're gonna need that mineral as well as a whole bunch of other ones. And you find those in cashews, dates, broccoli, parsley, you can look that up, but there's you know calcium in a lot of food. Uh, but if you're not eating proper amounts of food, you're not gonna be able to get that or a supplement. Sodium, right? Now we think of salt, when we think of sodium, you know, salt is sodium chloride, the two minerals together. And that has to do with muscle contraction, nerve conduction, and fluid balance. Now, fluid balance is crucial. One of the things to know is if your blood volume isn't at the right level and you're trying to do something athletic, you will not perform well. Your endurance will not, you will not last. And even if you're not sweating, sweating, obviously you lose minerals, right? So we talk about electrolytes. We'll get into that in a second. But when you are performing optimally physically, if you're an athlete, you're going to need a fair amount of salt in your diet. And that salt brings the blood volume up. When you have higher blood volume, you can get blood in and out of tissue. Imagine being dehydrated, right? Just plain out of water. But imagine if you're out of something that holds water in, then you're gonna be dehydrated because you don't have the ability to hold that in. That's basically what an electrolyte is. And sodium is a big one. We're gonna go over that in a second too. Now sodium, you know, sodium chloride comes from salt, right? Most people are not deficient in salt, but they can be. And if you eat too much salt, your body will excrete it. It'll come out in your urine and obviously in your sweat. If you eat too much sugar, your body doesn't excrete that. It builds up and you end up with diabetes, heart disease, cancer, immune system problems. So worry about sugar. Don't worry so much about salt. We'll get into that a little bit later too. Potassium. Now this is a big one. When I get patients in that have heart palpitations, muscle cramps, Charlie horses, they just, they cramp up when they're running. It's usually, it can be magnesium, but it's usually potassium because that's a harder one to get, especially if someone's diet isn't very good. So it's about muscle contraction. Another fluid balance one, nerve transmission. I mean, what's more important than that? Heart rate regulation. Once again, if the heart's not beating right, you can have an increased likelihood of clots, strokes, and actual heart attacks. So it's crucial. Potassium, think bananas, beets, dates, and uh, sweet potatoes, high in potassium. And regular potatoes as well, but sweet potatoes are a little healthier. Next mineral, chloride. This is a fluid balance one. Stomach acid production. Hydrogen chloride is one of the acids in our stomach. And if you have acidity and you have GERD and these kind of things, this is fine. You still need stomach acid. And without chloride, you will not. Stomach acid, if you don't have right stomach acid, you can't break down food. If you don't break down food, you are going to suffer. So you need proper chloride for proper stomach acid regulation. It is also has a lot of, to do with electrical neutrality in the body, meaning keeping your electrical charges in, um, equal so you don't end up with uh, imbalances and electrical impulses in your body. Um, that's tomatoes, celery, lettuce. A lot of the green leafies have chloride in them. Now, one of my favorites, next one, magnesium. Magnesium is a cofactor in enzymatic reactions. Um, at the end of pro, uh, this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about enzymes and the relationship to uh, minerals and how they work together. It also is the synthesis of DNA, magnesium, synthesis of DNA. It's a massive antioxidant and it's really, really great. Muscle contraction, once again, and a overall ability to relax and sleep. Magnesium is the nature's like sleep aid, it's nature's ambient. So if you're gonna have problems with sleep or muscle contraction, um, I always get people to try to get, you know, get the magnesium in 20 minutes before going to bed, help you sleep uh, deeper. Um, next one, phosphorus. So let's go over the foods. Yeah, so magnesium, nuts, seeds, green leafy vegetables, 
legumes and whole grains for magnesium. Next one, phosphorus. Once again, nerve conduction. See how, see how these minerals are important? Nerve conduction, uh, bone repair, and muscle contraction. And phosphorus, you find that in a lot of meat, beans, nuts, and seeds. Pretty good stuff there. Iodine, next mineral. Hormone production. Think of the thyroid, right? Without proper iodine, your thyroid will not work right. And without a thyroid, your metabolism goes down. And with metabolism down, we gain weight. And most people in this country are, should, should be, if they're not, seriously concerned about their body weight. Uh, mental development. So babies need iodine. Usually it's found in food. I don't supplement babies. The research on supplementing babies is scant, to say the least. But to make sure the mother has enough iodine um, when, she, when the baby's forming, you find those in prenatal vitamins usually. And to make sure that the, uh, the, the, a young person's diet is good. Brain keeps forming. It keeps, you, know, you need to keep your brain formation going. Certainly into your mid-20s, the brain is still doing a lot of active growth. Uh, so iodine is, uh, is, is, is crucial in, you know, in pregnancy as well. Uh, next mineral, iron. Now, iron is the only one that is dangerous, right? Um, the only thing that you can really mess yourself up with is iron heavy metal toxicity. So supplementing iron, I tend not to do. Most of my mineral supplements, I order them without iron. And I tell people to get their iron in, in their diet. You know, uh, green leafy vegetables, grains, and meats are filled with iron. Think about meat because it's it's going to have blood in it at one point. So a lot of that heme, the red blood cell, with the iron in it is still stored there, and the heat doesn't really destroy it too bad. So you can get it that way. But an iron supplement, I tell people to take molasses, foods that are rich in iron, and nettle tea helps you absorb iron. So if you take a spoonful of molasses and a cup of nettle tea a couple times a week, you can get your iron uh, pretty high. If you're low in iron and you had blood work done, most likely you got some issue to look into. You probably have something, uh, you could have a bleed somewhere. So it's always concerning when someone's iron deficient anemic, when they got to that point, like they're pale and they're tired and all that. So any anemias, obviously your doctor's going to have a field day looking into that for you. So be careful with that. But eating a healthy diet is the best way to maintain your iron, not by supplementation, in my opinion, especially ferrous sulfate. I found that to be a very irritating um, nutrient. Uh, next mineral is zinc. Now, this is cell division, immunity, wound healing, and sexual activity, especially in men. Um, part of the sexual uh, development of men, as well as the formation of sperm and healthy erectile function, has to do with zinc, uh, proper zinc uh, supplementation. Now, immunity, uh, this is one of the big ones, any immune system issue. We want to make sure we're taking zinc. That's, that usually needs to be supplemented. That's one of the ones with magnesium that we find you know, massive. Uh, you know, deficiencies in. Now, foods for zinc, beans, oysters, and meat, big foods for that. Now, copper, here's one that I, you know, wouldn't have thought when I put this uh, together. I knew that copper was somewhat important, but I didn't realize it would be in the, in the top 14, you know, essential minerals uh, that we need. And that's energy production, and it helps with iron uptake. So once again, you can supplement uh, copper in, in, in a pretty good uh, mineral supplement and eat a lot of iron, and it helps to uh, have an uptake. Now, um, chocolate, liver, and shellfish contain copper. So that's that's kind of a strange, uh, you know, think about chocolate and liver, you can have two more opposite things if you tried, but they both have copper in them. Uh, mag manganese, now don't mix up manganese with magnesium, pretty easy to do. Uh, manganese is great for joints, by the way, because it's part of the whole um, cartilage. And in this, you know, it's even saying protein, carbohydrate breakdown, 
cholesterol breakdown, right? So manganese is very important if you want to keep your cholesterol normal. You want to make sure you're getting that. If that's found in rice, soy, nuts, and whole grains. Sulfur. Now, sulfur has antibacterial properties and DNA repair. You think about how your body is put together. And if you know your science, you know your, your cells have DNA in there. And that has to repair itself. There's damage in the DNA from a lot of different things that we go through in life. And to reformulate that DNA, it's important that you have sulfur. Sulfur is found in eggs, black beans, legumes, and a lot of seafood. Selenium. Now, selenium is a massive antioxidant. I take selenium every day. It's one of the uh, uh, minerals that is, has, I believe it's the highest antioxidant mineral out there. I believe that's true. It also has to do with thyroid function, right? So thyroid metabolism, weight loss. Remember that. So that's really important. Brazil nuts are very high in selenium. A lot of seafood is, and a lot of or, uh, organ meats. So liver, if you haven't seen the liver king, uh, check that guy out. He's pretty wild, and he eats raw liver and feeds it to his children. That's always fun to watch. Um, so, uh, so, so you know, selenium is important. And last but not least, chromium. When you think chromium, think of blood sugar. Anyone who's suffering pre-diabetes or outright diabetic type one or type two you want to make sure you're getting chromium. It, it has to do with brain function as well. So blood sugar, brain function, massively important uh, mineral. I supplement that because there's a little bit of a history of diabetes in my family and the gene pool. So I'm always real careful with that. Now that's found in a lot of fun foods, apples, bananas, broccoli, beets, peas, grapes, and poultry. So those are the top 14. We'll repeat them back. Calcium, sodium, potassium, chloride, magnesium, potassium, iodine, iron, zinc, copper, manganese, sulfur, selenium, chromium. Those are the big hitters. Now, of those, let's do a couple more points here. Electrolytes. You hear the term electrolyte and you think of sweating and maybe some of those electrolyte drinks that I don't drink because they're full of color and garbage. Um, but getting electro and, and the electrolytes are calcium, sodium, potassium, chloride, magnesium and phosphorus okay those are all electrolytes and they keep your fluid balance proper like i said earlier sodium is one of the big ones sodium chloride you want to make sure that your body holds on to an amount of water without electrolytes you can't keep the water in your body so it's one thing to drink water it's another thing for your body to want to keep it going and keep it in you you want to be able to sweat you want to urinate you want to flush out the body but you also want it to spend a little bit of time in there before it goes. And the electrolyte is the big thing that keeps it in there for a little while. So you can have the proper blood volume. And like I said a minute ago, for exercise, for intense exercise, endurance training, uh, my athletes, make sure that you're getting enough sodium chloride and all these other electrolytes. And those can be found in mineral supplements. You don't have to drink some, you know, those, those beverages that I won't mention. Now, one of the things for bone density, since we're talking about minerals, you can take a lot of a lot of different calcium supplements and you can take, uh, you know, the 13 minerals found in bone. And that would be a great idea. On top of that, what we need is a form of calcium. Now, calcium carbonate, I mentioned earlier, is basically chalk. Breaks easy, not that great. Calcium microcrystalline hydroxyapatite, or to make it easy, calapatite, is the form of calcium that I recommend for thickening bone. I did a podcast a little bit ago on bone density and uh, feel free to look that one up. You can go to Christopher University and um, page through them and you'll see the one on bone density. I get into more details on that. 
And one of the things I also mentioned there, and I'll summarize here, is basically by alkalizing the body, making the bloodstream alkaline, the bones get thicker. So to thicken bone, you want the minerals, but you also have to alkalize your bloodstream. And you can go online, real simple, and look up alkalizing foods. And there's a whole bunch of foods. Some of them contain these minerals. Other ones don't. That alkalize the body. And don't be surprised when you find out that lemons alkalize the body, and so does vinegar. And those are acids. But in the body, they become alkalizing, which I think is pretty cool if the body switches that around. But if you want to alkalize the body, the minerals for that are calcium, potassium, magnesium. Calcium, potassium, magnesium are alkalizers. So you want to make sure you're getting enough of those in your body and get everything, you know, uh, working properly. Now, I mentioned a minute ago about enzymes. Now, enzymes have a relationship to minerals. Now, enzymes are proteins that speed up chemical reactions in the body. You want to make sure that you have proper minerals because when the mineral is put in with the enzyme, the enzyme becomes active. And then the enzyme activates the chain of reactions to break our food down and metabolize all sorts of stuff in our body. And when someone takes a digestive enzyme, there's proteases, you can tell, breaks down proteins, has it in the root. Lipases, think of liposuction or fat, breaks down fats. Amylases, and that's carbohydrates, so sugar. Um, when you have those three uh, properly mineralized, you're gonna be able to break down your protein, your fat, and your carbohydrate properly. When you break that down, the body sees it as something it can use to rebuild you. If you don't break down your food, your body could store it as fat because it doesn't know what it is. You couldn't put a hot dog inside your bloodstream, right? It wouldn't go well. Your immune system would attack it as non-self and you have a big problem. But if you chewed daylights out of the hot dog, sprinkled it all with your salivary enzyme, your stomach acids, bile, pancreatic enzymes, your body would do the best, even though it's a horrifying food, your body would do the best to break that thing down and make the most use of it possible, even a hot dog, right? But imagine something healthier. So the food goes in, the enzymes are released from our mouth and our stomach acid and, and our pancreas and the, the, the bile from our liver. And when we do all that, the energy of our body is then able to take that up and we're able to rebuild our body and be energized again. So if you want maximum life force, you want to live a healthy life, you got to think about the minerals you're taking. Like I say, minerals are stones a little bit, you know, a rock really is a bunch of minerals stuck together. But when you separate out minerals and you take them, uh, you're going to maximize your health. They're so important. And you, I think you need to eat healthy, like the foods I mentioned here. You also have to be able to uh, supplement them occasionally because of the way our food is grown. There is mineral deficient food all over the place. Organic food has more minerals because you don't have the pesticides killing the soil organisms. Things go a lot better when you when you don't have those kind of chemicals. And I think most people know that, but it's good to know why. And in summary, make sure that you're not being so fussy about sodium, but you're being really fussy about sugar. Your body does not know what to do with sugar. All right, people. So that's minerals. They're crucial. Don't be bored with them. Make sure that you understand them because they're a big part of your life and a big part of your health. It's a part of, like I said before, bones and muscle contraction, nerve, nerve conduction, nothing bigger than that. Your fluid balance, heart palpitations, DNA repair, massive antioxidants. I can go on forever. Thyroid function, metabolism. Everybody wants to lose weight, especially now for the summer. Okay, people. So, hey, if you like this video, give it a thumbs up. Share it with people that you know that aren't doing so well that won't need some boosting of their health.
go on ChristopherUniversity.com. We have podcasts. Uh, all the podcasts are on there, and we have you know great blogs, recipes, all kinds of stuff. All right, people, have a great day. Take care.